Good evening and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and happy New Year's Eve Eve to all of you. This is the second to the last day of 2022, and I'm going to have a very talented country music group joining me in a little bit. I'm going to have on the AGT Group Golden Buzzer winners. Chapel Heart. Chapel Heart is comprised up of Danica and Devin Hart and their cousin T. Swindle. And Chapel Heart was also named to CMT's Next Women of Country in 2021. I am very honored to be talking to Chapel Heart and I want to thank them in advance for letting me take the time to chat with them. And I am pleased to welcome to the show, Chapel Heart. Hey! Happy New Year's Eve! 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 Eve. Eve. Mm-hmm. I missed the Eve. Super excited to be here. Thank you. And for those who don't know, Chapel Heart were the Golden Buzzer winners on AGT. And I'm so stoked to have them on the show and to talk about their experience on AGT, as well as being named CMT's Next Women of Country, and talk about their music. So Chapel Heart is comprised up of Danica, Devin, and Trey, two sisters and a cousin, so a family group, which is amazing. (laughs) Dangerous. (laughs) So you ladies had a show on Christmas Day in New Orleans. How did that go? It was really, really good. We had a, you know, we were kind of thinking, being that it was Christmas, we wouldn't have that large of a crowd. And as soon as we got to the venue, they were like, yeah, we sold 300 tickets. And there's a line waiting outside to get tickets. So it was a really great turnout. And we got to see some of our, like, New Orleans fans who've been there since day one. And we just had a good time. It was a really, really good time. And it's funny because it was a sellout show. So there was like 300 tickets sold. And so we were just kind of, we were like, whoa. So we were just thinking no one was coming out for Christmas. But, um, and so there's like 300 sold and like 300 walk in. So we were kind of, they were, were like capacity of people coming to see Chapel Heart to sing Christmas music. And we were like, let's go. So, um. So we threatened the crowd with a good time. It was like, hey, look, if you're here, you're singing Christmas music. We this is the last day that we can do this this year. So, but um, but people came out and they it was there was so much love and support, and there was a lot of people out. You know, some just because they were Chapel Heart fans, some because it's a rough time of the year for them, and so they were like, you know, anything that will kind of take my mind off of this this time gets me every year. And um and some were like, let me just go out and see. And someone was like, we got to see the Golden Buzzer winners live and in person. So there was a combination of things. But the one thing that was for sure was that there was just such a beautiful, loving energy in the room on Christmas night. And, you know, and I think it was something unique for us. I don't know if we've ever done like an actual Christmas Day show. And um also, I think one of the cool things were that we were filling in for a Benny Grunch and the Crunch. Brunch. I, I get confused. So I think his name's Benny Grunch though. And he um he he's been playing that show 
for I think like the last 20 or 30 years, it's a Christmas Christmas night show. And um, this year, Benny had a stroke. And so, um, you know, and it was something about kind of hearing that. And we were like, and New Orleans is all about family as well. And so like, you know, it, it's community and family. It's a big city, but it still has those like, you know, you got the people that you look out for and the musician community is one of them. And we were like, you know what? If Benny can't make it this year, we'll make it. Like, we'll keep that tradition alive. And, you know, and so it was a beautiful thing, I think, for us to be able to. That's fantastic. And it was an early show, too, like 5 p.m. Hey, man, look. Christmas Day wore me out, so I was like, 5, 5, 5 a.m. 5 p.m., let's go. Let's... And it was kind of like we got to spend, like, Christmas Day with all of our fans. It was like the best Christmas gift because we had a combination, like Danica said, a lot of our longtime fans. And, you know, they have a lot of them have family members coming into town. So they were able to bring them out to a Chapel Heart show. And on the other side of that, there were people who were in town who didn't get a chance to go see family, but they came out to the show. And it was like the big end of the year Christmas family reunion. And it was amazing. You're the AGT group Golden Buzzer winners. And what was that experience like being on AGT? It's funny because um, there we have 108 you know, cousins at the, at the last count. And, um, so we got 108 cousins and Terry was just so over the moon and he loved us and, and was so fascinated how big our family was. And he was like, can I be cousin 109? And we were like, yes. So that was, a, that was our going, that was our running joke, uh, with Terry at AGT. We were like, good morning, 109. He's like, good morning. So, um, but yeah, no, I think it, it's enough of this this question for I think all of us to get right. a little bit of it. Yeah. And um, like meeting Terry and the rest of the the rest of the judges on the show, it was so amazing because first of all, we were surprised at how short a lot of people in Hollywood are, <laughs> because all three of us were like almost pushing six feet. And whenever we like met, like so, I feel like Sophia's about this tall, <laughs> and. And then surprisingly, Simon was so nice. I think everybody around the world has this, you know, like very mean stickler, like idea of Simon, but he was the sweetest person, like even during the commercial breaks, like he came up on stage. I just want to let you know, I love you guys. You're amazing. Yeah, Maybe he was mean to other people, but (laughs) he was not mean to us. And we were like, yes. He, um, and it's so funny. I think that that's like the number one question, like people, I'm like, oh my God, y'all want AGT? Is Simon really me? Is he, you know, is what is Simon like? And I was like, I would love to tell you that he's the meanest and all the things, but he just loved, he fell in love with Chapel Heart instantly and was just like, even after the show was over, he called us and was just like, you guys are on my mind. He was like, I just, he's like, let me reiterate how much I love y'all. And, you know, and he was just so kind. He was so kind. And, um, I guess I can jump in um, as far as the actual golden buzzer experience. Listen, we didn't really know how TV worked going into it and how this whole thing would go. We really went in blind. And we, well, I won't say blind because we kind of did some research to see how the whole AGT process works. But it was 100% pointless because this season they changed Nothing prepared everything. for this season. They changed everything, the way it flowed and all of that. So we were just pretty much sitting in the room waiting to audition for like three days. 
and that third day we were just we were exhausted we were literally exhausted and so it was finally time to go on stage we were like look we just need to get at least three yeses and hopefully they like us and that's just going to be that on that yeah the funny thing was is as we're going on stage i think somebody backstage or one of the crew they radioed they've given out all the bu- the golden buzzer so legit we were just like we just need three at three at minimum three yeses <laughs> and we can rock we'll, like we can we can get out of here we can get some sleep it just had been a long three days so but literally by the time we walk out there the one thing that i say from the moment that we walk out and our eyes get big because we see the amount of people there we see the lights we see the judges for the very first so time loud. It was so loud and so like everything about that moment from walking on stage till the moment that we boohooed our eyes out and (laughs) couldn't even hardly talk afterwards. Everything about that was, was, was the experience. And and I feel like sometimes I feel like there's, I don't know if there's anything that we can add or take away from because the proof is in the pudding. Like, you know, we didn't, we, we've been writing these songs out in Nashville and we've been saying like, Hey, what do you guys think about it? This is a, we love this song. What do you think? And they were like, it's good, but you know, there was always like the butt. And, and so the butt was kind of get putting us in a place where it was like, you know, everybody think they own baby is cute. So we were like, maybe we gotta take a look at the baby, okay? And so that you know, right. And so to be able to be there and we didn't even get halfway through the song and people were standing on their feet and scream and the place is so loud <laughs> that we it's just it, i mean but it, it as soon as it was over and we're like you know i was like i always tell people i i feel like i'm like an emotional gangster so i can like really hold myself together but if there was so much love and positivity in the room i just couldn't even hold my tears in and but it was the moment that it felt like okay maybe even if they weren't seeing us at Nashville, like America gets it, like America gets the music. And, um, you know. And when we finished singing, there was definitely like a couple of seconds of absolute confusion because like the song ended, the crowd is cheering and we're waiting for the judges to say something. And and then they start talking amongst themselves and then Terry comes down. So, and also in TV, there's the craziest things that happen. It's like, you know, like a beautiful moment will happen and then they'll like be like, roll back. Can you do that one more time? What? <laughs> Can I just grab over? <laughs> and so we didn't know if there was like a TV moment. We like, cause it, and initially Trey was like, should we walk off? I was like, <laughs> let's just stand here for a few more minutes. I don't know. And so like, you know, we, everything, we were just so confused by it. And then when they all slapped, like all did the golden buzzer, we were like, wait, what is going on? And then I were crying and there's confetti all in our eyes and our mouth. And it was, it was literally the moment that changed our life, but one of the most beautiful moments I've ever personally experienced. And I think that um, it was the moment to me that, that showed and proved that good things still happen to good people. And, you know, and I feel like a lot of people like, especially like we're we were we've actively been in the music industry for a while and 99.9 percent of everyone would say don't do a competition show don't do a tv show and well i kind of feel like our mo is now just completely going against the grain whatever people say don't do we'll just do it and Uh, see how it works out and and maybe not just that but more so like Trusting, trusting our gut and following our heart has been the has been the most important part of the recipe for 
for this gumbo. And so, and so that is why, no, that's why, you know. Yeah, and like, let's just say, like, I think it sounds cliche whenever they say it about the shows, like this show could change your life, but it literally, in a matter of three minutes and 40 seconds, completely changed our entire world. Right. I think even Simon says that before it happens. He's like, three minutes could change your life. And we're like, okay. No, because it was a short version. Two minutes and 57 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. um, Going back to the golden buzzer. Yeah. It was like nerve wracking because I was watching it and I was like, okay, what's going on? Are they going to get the golden buzzer? Like what's going on here? And it's like people are cheering and, and it's, and even cause Simon opens up, he was like, listen, if I had a golden buzzer, so, so, and that's why I was like, you know, in my head, I was like Blue Ivy and Beyonce and JT. I'm like, calm down. Okay. Like they, <laughs> there are no golden buzzers folks. Like let's, and you know, but the, and, and it, but also too kind of proves like our career. And um and even what I've been saying probably forever is that, you know, the industry can do what it wants and it can say, well, oh, this person's worthy or not worthy or this, but the power has always been with the people. And just like that night on AGT and the people are like, give them a golden buzzer. <laughs> Don't know where you got to pull it from, but give it to them. It's been the same with our shows. Like we, you know, we show up to cities we've never been to and we're having sold out shows or we're having to do two shows because not only are shows selling out, but they're getting close to, it's like the second night is almost sold out. We just need to guess from you. So, you know, that's, and and that's such a, a powerful thing, but also too makes us so happy because it's like, we're playing the music of the people and for the people and the people are loving it and they're like, give us more, give us more chapel hot. And we're like, here we go. Give me, give me more, give me more. It really does speak to the power of the people, though, because a lot of people say, like, it's very hard to break into country radio. And, you know, most of these are syndicated radio stations, and, you know, a lot of label artists have a lot of airtime, but the people call and they request, and they, I feel like some of these radio stations, like, they play as we've been being played all across the country, and it's because our fans don't take no Jabo Art fans hit so different, and I sometimes I just have to apologize in advance to people because, like, radio stations, when they say they're getting together to call the radio, a first of all, Facebook, the Facebook group, they don't play. They they got the time, okay? Retired. They got the time. So they get their little Facebook book group together and they pick out the radio station. They call and call and call. It's funny because there was a lady, I think she was like, she was like late 60s, early 70s. And she was, she came to our meet and greet after the Opry. And so we had all these securities and all the things. And so um, our one of our managers said, hey, look, he was telling one of the security guys, he said, lock this down. No one can come in. Only people to come out. We got to keep the line moving, going forward. So this lady comes up and she was like, those are my girls. So she waved at us. And the guy was like, ma'am, no one can come through here. And she slapped his hand back. She said, boy, move. And she just went around and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Miss Betty, I'm so sorry. And they just, they They, they are a different level. A whole different level. I think I recently realized the level of Chapel Hearts fanness 
when a, we saw an older lady jump out of a moving vehicle because yes. she saw us on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and then the truck was a little jacked up. It was kind of high. Yeah. And she legit. Her name is Tracy. She, so what happened was, Stacy, we were, we were in the middle. We were on a photo shoot. And so, um, so we're on the photo shoot. Stacy lives on the road. Stacy was going home. She saw Chapel Heart. She called Tracy, who lives down the road. So she drove back to go get Tracy. Tracy, on the way back, couldn't actually believe that Chapel Heart was on the road. So she opens the door, jumps out while Stacy's husband still dropping. Chapel Heart. She had she was like did like a little token roll and like it was like oh my god. It was literally the like, best thing I've you seen. know, you know. And so I'm telling you, our our fans. They go down to me are the best fans in the world, and if there's another celebrity who wants to challenge me and with their fans, come on, because guess what? Just not play. No, we ain't we ain't reached Beyonce the Beehive yet. Okay, the congregation working on it. We not at the Beehive. And speaking of giving the fans more, more, more of Chapel Heart, you're going on your first. Tour. Tour. <laughs> no, it's we're, it's called the Glory Days Tour, but we're actually calling it our Big Girl Tour because yeah. it'll be like you said, our first headlining tour, and we are just so excited. A lot of the um, a lot of the dates that we have in completely different areas that we've never gone to, new cities, and we are so excited. Wow. I think over. The Christmas holidays, we had so many people like, I got Chapel Heart tickets in my stock and stuff. Or like, yeah. I'm like, well, y'all got good friends because I, I can't get gifts like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can try to top it, is honestly what you can do. You know, let what? me get the tickets. You try to get something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm happy. I'll get you Chapel Heart tickets. <laughs> but um, now uh. Oh yeah, our glory days tour, and we're gonna be we're gonna be hitting cities literally from coast to coast, and also bringing along a lot of our friends. Like we've made so many friends over the last few years, and even like on AGT. And so while we're going around spreading this Chapel Heart love everywhere, we're sharing that with sharing some of the journey and the friends that we've met with the, with our fans along the way, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Right I don't think we share well, but I am excited to share some of our friends with our fans around the world because I think they will like them. That's great. And you have a show tomorrow night on New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. Tell we'll us more about that. In Columbia, Mississippi for Experience Columbia. Y'all, and uh, first of all, it's crazy. We live in Poplarville, like an hour and a half away. <laughs> never even heard of this but apparently it's huge Dude. and they've got like ice skating rings they've got I'm like snow they've got like a snow win- like winter wonderland you can go through they've got i mean it's this huge thing they've got a grinch train and i know this because at our show there was a girl that said my uncle runs the grinch train you gotta go see him she my aunt wanted me to tell you he's gonna give y'all a free ride i said a free ride on the grinch train oh, yes. yeah and they said that there's expected to be thirty thousand people at this 
um, New Year's Eve extravaganza. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see everybody in the state of Mississippi. thousand crazy Mississippians getting together having a good time. Anytime we play in Mississippi, you just... How many people in Mississippi? You never know what you're going to get. Mississippi, our Mississippi and Louisiana fans, all of them are crazy. But Mississippi and Louisiana... They're a different level of crazy, for sure. But I'm excited about it. I love playing in Mississippi. Right on. And Mississippi is a beautiful state, and so is Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look, there's something about when the two of those states, like, get together. I mean, it is electrifying between the food, the people, because Mississippi's loud, but when they get with Louisiana, the volume goes from, like, an 8 to a 12. And so... Louisiana's loud too, but like Mississippi can throw down in some cooking, but when you put Mississippi and Louisiana together, oh, um, you better bring your food. Together. Right. I don't think Look. the offering was ready for the, the amount of Mississippi, Louisiana, and it's so funny. I saw that they were doing like the post of like if the world was divided up, like and if the world if the US had to go to war, we'll divide it up with it. And there was like one that said let me just let you know, the whole rest of the U.S. can be against these two right here, and we got it. It was Louisiana, Mississippi. I was like, let's go. So yeah. there's something magical when those two come together. So I agree. And um, speaking of food, what is your favorite Southern food? Mm, now we're getting down the That's a question. So, <laughs> I'm gonna, it changes for me. It does. So for right now, I'm gonna say like fried catfish and some cabbage and some cornbread and pig feet, turkey necks. Ooh, fried ribs. Oh my goodness. Ooh, I didn't true. even think that people fried ribs with a blonde barbecue sauce. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then we had some, it's like chicken. Little fried chicken bites stuffed with spicy cheese. Honestly, if you can fry, you can jalapeno. Oh, yeah. Fried Oreos. Let me just let you know. One thing I'm loving about the Deep South, and I miss every time we go up north, honey, the ability to deep fry anything. Because when you can deep fry a snicker, deep fried Snickers on top of a strawberry is the best thing you'll ever have. First of all, how do you even? No, that sounds like too much. You know, when yeah, you're I know, but it was the way it sounds. Well, I feel like there must be like a deep fryer convention, and people are like, Can we fry this? Yeah, Can no, I saw somebody fry, fry a hamburger. A convention like that, and I would deep love fry to go convention? to that. Mm, I don't know, we don't need to go, but we're going to. Yeah, <laughs> Midwest, Miss, y'all see y'all next time. we going to the deep fry. <laughs> But well, since Deb took all the foods, but I love I'm a look if 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 I can get like my mama and my auntie to do baked macaroni and cheese and do it so good that and banana pudding, I just oh now now that is good. But think about a good fish fry with potato salad and deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. So really what happens is, is my birth mom makes devil eggs. Okay. And let me just tell you what, she already knows. Whatever amount of eggs mm -hmm. I tell her to get, she just double it. So that way she make me my own tray because one year, one year the group almost broke 
up because I was like, who ate my devil egg? And they were like, I thought they were for everybody. I flipped that house up by now. Mom, Do not. That it was my and she tried to give us like one double egg piece. I said, oh, well, then they won't have double eggs, honey, because I don't share this. You, she knew she was supposed to make two trays, and she did. So now she, and she almost trays, broke us up. So yeah. We don't, we don't At this point, I should just take the devil egg tray and like. They should be called, no, they should be called Jesus eggs. Because, yeah. oh, look at you girls. That magic is real because you can probably eat like three hard boiled eggs whole. Right. But I can, I can, and that's a crazy thing. I could probably max out, eat like three boiled eggs. I'm like, ooh, definitely like 800. Due to some technical difficulties, I was Chapel Heart much success on their first headlining tour starting in January. Just want to say thanks again to Chapel Heart for joining me today. It was a blast and can't wait to have Chapel Heart back on hitting the high note again in the future to ask them some more questions. They'll be working on it. And the first song I'm going to play for you by Chapel Heart is You Can Have Him Jolene.
next song I'm gonna play for you is The Girls Are Back in Town. <laughs> Let's go downtown It's been one hell of a work week Honky tonk down Cause I'm sure that Broadway missed me everybody for listening hope you all have a happy and blessed new year and coming up in 2023 lots and lots of episodes of hitting the high notes